Coast Recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And today we are recapping for you Married at First Sight Season 15, Episode 6. Titled Saved by the Mariachis. And before we jump in, just some housekeeping things real quick. This is your reminder, if you are listening to the pod on a weekly basis and enjoying yourself and you want to make a contribution to show that enjoyment, you can go into our show notes and click our buy me a coffee link and send us any contribution that you wish. We put hours and hours of our own time every week to make this happen. And any contribution counts and means the world to us. Also, a friendly reminder, if you feel so inclined to leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts, that goes a very long way Mm -hmm. um, in making this podcast more visible to others and also subscribing um, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That would be greatly appreciated. Wherever you listen to your pod. The subscription is very helpful. Your last reminder is that we are on TikTok and Instagram at Till Death Do Us Recap. Find us, follow us, do the polls every week, leave comments, share with your friends. Throughout the week, we are constantly putting out content on there as well to laugh and commiserate about what we have all experienced and get excited about what is to come. Also, sometimes we post like, I mean, we never post spoilers we are anti-spoiler but if there is some juicy juice that comes out and we all need to know about it even if it's like a last season cast member you best believe we're talking about it up there okay okay um (laughs) are we ready let's get into it okay weirdly and (laughs) this is probably on purpose that like the couple of the hours is clearly Ben and Morgan. Yeah. Which they have been the opposite of the couple of the hours up until this moment. They finally got some screen time yeah. this week. Yeah. Um, I just have overall impression. Here. Okay, go. Um, it seems like the cast is getting close. Like the, It seems like close very fast. Very fast. Very summer campy. Yeah, and I kind of, <laughs> it's weird. It's like, I like it, but at the same time, we're getting way too many judgments. Leave the judgments and opinions to us. Okay. Like (laughs) we're getting way too much judgments, opinions. People are projecting things on it. The girls are are constantly, it's just a circle of projections. It's like someone says something about what's going through and then two other people start crying about something. Okay, but I don't want to hear about the girls without mentioning Justin. And his own personal projections and tears yeah. on behalf no, yeah. of Ben, actually, speaking of Ben. Yeah, I mean, gosh, the, the, like, it just seems like we're very, yes. very involved. More so than I've ever seen at yeah. this stage of things. So I don't Agreed. know. That was like the big thing I took yeah. away. I'm like, it's everyone needs to just weird. chill out a little bit here. Yeah, like, it's like there's something precious about it. And then it's like, whoa, everyone needs to focus on their own relationships right now. Yeah. And I mean, I will say the theme of this episode was very much group, group, group. Yeah. Which is super fun for us. I mean, that it always brings the drama. But it, whether or not it's the healthiest for the actual couples and their progress remains to be determined. I think I go back and forth on that. 
throughout each season. There's this line of like, hey, we're both going through yeah. the same thing. We need support. And then this, there's this, there's some people who just think they're God's gift to this show. Yeah. Particularly. <laughs> yeah, so. we'll get to them. Uh, okay, but let's start with Ben and Morgan. So I'm, I will also just say a thesis on them before we get into details. Okay. I think this couple's freaking weird. I don't understand. Like the dynamic is baffling me. I I just, I don't fully, I really don't fully get it. I don't Morgan... even, and this is before we get to their yeah. drama, but like. Morgan's a lot and I have a hard time kind of. She's a little off. I have a hard time like pinning her down. Like, yes, like you know, too. like kind of figuring out but what she's about. Ben, in a different way. He's, he's kind of hard to read. And I just, because, yeah. Okay. Let's just get into okay. it because we're doing too much umbrella speculating. So. We start, of course, with the girls doing the fun champagne mm-hmm. thing on the beach together and all of them being jealous that they're not tequila tasting. And then the guy is doing the tequila tasting. That's pretty much what we open with. Yeah. And Morgan, she believes. Um, so it was like Alexis was sharing how sensitive her man is, which we will get more in depth to. And sensitive might be. An understatement. Yeah. And Morgan's like, our husbands are both so similar in that way. I, I'm i just, I'm with you, Alexis. And I was like, no, Morgan. Like, you don't know. You have not a clue. Like, I think she's just projecting. Like, she assumes this because they hang out and they're buddy-buddy. Yeah. But absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, But she says that they're getting close and they're get, they're very touchy-feely and he's always on top of her, but they're not doing it yet. So basically, like, the theme of both of these initial group meetings was, like, who's boning, who isn't, why or why not, <laughs> and what word. level of intercourse or not is happening and et cetera. So, I mean, it was, it was like, fun in that way because we were learning new things, but... Yeah, but even that, like, I feel like she's constantly gushing to camera or to the girls about how hot she thinks he is and how, like, oh, my God, my husband and his body. But, like, I don't – first off, he does not – he's not the same. He's he's not saying that kind of stuff. But he's acting that way. But he is acting that way, I guess. I think he's into her. I'm not – yeah. But I just, mm. they're weird. I don't understand. Like, when I'm watching them together, I'm not seeing a ton of chemistry, except when I'm watching them be like, do their sassy repartee that happens every so often. But so we we go, finally, we they get a first date, which this is after the the guy and the girl time. And like, it sort of dawns on you when you see them sitting across from each other on the table, which is also like in the middle of a large sidewalk. <laughs> like it's they so just put it. They just put a yeah. A, they just slap it in the most random spot. Tablecloths all. But it you it dawns on, on you like, oh, we have not seen them like go on a date or be alone together outside of in the bedroom. Because of how behind they've been. And so everything they've been doing has just been like all the group stuff pretty much. Part of the reason why I don't, I think, th- I get what you're saying chemistry wise. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that is because Ben treats all of these things like job interviews. And he was like doing the inquisition with her. It was like, when do you think we'll say, when do you think we'll say we love each other? What do you think? And it is just like 20 questions. And there's mm-hmm. not, there wasn't, I mean, like there was more chemistry between Kristen and Mitch. Yes. At their dates. <laughs> you know what I well, mean? Well, it's like, because he, yeah, he does it in a like, it's not an organic. It's like I need to know, get to getting, know about you as fast as I can by crossing off well, a checklist exactly, of as questions. We learn, yeah, he's got a checklist, and that's worrisome. But let's go back to the beginning of dinner. Morgan has foundation on her top lip, and I need her to put a lip color over it. Um, girls, you know what we're talking about. Tim was very concerned. I even noticed it. I was like, why are her lips two different colors? (laughs) She has two different colored lips right now. I'm really, what's going on there? It's distracting. And you're like, oh no, it's foundation. I have a note already. I have a note. (laughs) So yeah, that I just felt bad for her. That's one of those things where she's going to see it on camera and never make that mistake again, but it's like also too late. Uh, So they're discussing, they decide, they get into like what, what is the what is your weekend lifestyle and like what am I going to be when we move in together? I mean, and that's another theme is everybody is starting to talk about like what are we going back to? Mm-hmm. What lives are we joining together? Because oh shit, in two days we're going home and moving in together. And so she's she spends a lot of time. I mean, we she spends a lot of time, I think, alone and relaxing, it, like because of how stressful her job is. And of course, in the last like three years of the pandemic that have been especially stressful, it seems like she spends a lot of her time if she's not at the gym or kickboxing with her friend and knocking her teeth out, she's at home. Uh, so there's that. And <clears throat> he wants to know like what their five week plan is like who she sees where she sees them going in the next five weeks and she was like well you know I don't think so much that way but you do and I like that so like do you have any ideas like what's in your head for that and he basically says but even it's just interesting I mean it is the differences of how their minds work he would like to have deep convos at least two to three times a week that aren't just surface level pillow talk. So like even that he sees in like a regimented way. Uh, but. But it's good things. They're like, good things. You know, yeah, they're but yeah. It's, but again, like there's a lack of like. It's very robotic. Yes. It seems. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's robotic. And so that's where it's like sometimes it feels like what I think that you and me mean by like going deeper. Mm -hmm. It's so tied to the emotions of everything, you know? And I don't know that he stipulates that he's like, we got to go deeper to find out if we're a good match. And like our latest deep conversation, we found out that we intermittent fast. And that was very helpful for me. (laughs) And tomorrow, maybe we can discuss who like uses AC and how often, you know, you're like, oh, my God. 
And then she goes on a spiel about words and how seriously she takes words and how, you know, she has been known to like make huge decisions or like leave people because of words because they really scar her words. And I don't know. Again, there is something that's just not clicking with this couple and it is awkward to me and there's not a groove happening. And when she starts like going on like little tangents like that, he just always looks nervous to me. Mm. Like he looks nervous by her. Yeah. And and hence why I always am like, where where do you land? What do you think? Do you like her? Which is why fast forward when we're suddenly on the beach the next day after. I mean, the boogie boarding looks cute and made me remember how fun boogie boarding is and oh, how yeah. I haven't done that in half of my life. And I should probably do that again. But then they're sitting on the beach. And he starts basically making it clear that he has a lot of concerns that they are not a good match. And this is why. And that, and to me, I went, oh, my God, I'm not crazy. Like, he actually, like, there isn't this, like, supernatural thing. Maybe he's good at doing, like, when he says, let's just not have giggly pillow talk. He's really talking to his fucking self because he knows that that's the only way that he's been getting along with this girl. And like deep down, he has all these doubts about her and it starts. So we're going to go on a freaking roller coaster here because personally, I have I sort of like ping pong back and forth through this conversation of like who I think is being weird, weirder. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we start with. Ben opens with being weird about her bad relationship with her dad and how he's never been in a toxic relationship ever in his life. (sighs) I bet you're in one now and you just don't know it with perhaps mom. I don't know. Anyway. Wow. That was a leap. Um, I mean, you can't hold. No, you cannot hold. This the fact that she doesn't have a good relationship with with her family against her. No, and specifically Families her dad are complex. There's a lot of shit. You don't going ask on. for who you get born yeah. into. And, and no, that is I was not. I was horrified. I, yeah, I was not a fan. And of that's this in when the least. I started going. Oh, so you are like this is the worst nightmare. You did come in with a checklist. You are so black and white. You treat. You're treating your future partner. As you do your budget. And he literally is like, I'm just confused. Um, I view your lack of strong relationship with your family as a question mark, which is his way of saying as a red flag. And that he specifically told the experts that like family is like in his top three, like family, finances and honesty, which we'll get to. But, oh, this just, like, made me so angry. Like, do you think that she is, like, how about you just be curious about what, how we got here and why and, like, have some fucking empathy? Do you think any 27-year-old woman wants to have a really shitty relationship with her dad? Yeah. It's completely, it's almost like, I mean. Assume the best of her. Yeah. Give her the benefit of the doubt and be like, wow, that must be so hard. That's an area that I have been so privileged in. Please tell me, like, 
how did you get here? And like, how can I support you in the fact that like you have this void in your life that I don't have? Like that must be terrible. But instead he views it like it's a big sore on her. It's almost like one of those things that you he would he should know. I think deep down he does know that she doesn't really have very much control over this situation. Right. And it almost seems like one of those things that you say because there's also other stuff that you're not into about the person. I don't know. Does that make sense? I don't. I think he's just this immature. Yeah, maybe. And I think that he come like (laughs) if we've learned anything, it's that mom's pretty judgmental of new people and women that he brings into his life. And he's a checklist kind of guy. Yeah. And he thinks that this is fine. And we experience every season we get checklist guys. And it's more common, in my opinion, that we get checklist dudes than checklist women. And these checklist dudes never realize that, like, when they show their ass of of this part of them this early, they're actually t- showing all of America why they have not had a relationship work at this up to this point, you know? Yeah. Because it's like people are not checklists. People are complex and nuanced and like don't get to control what they come from. It's about who they present as now and who they like what they lead with now. And do it do, is that compatible with you? Yeah. And I actually think this whole Mathis maths process Mm-hmm. brings out the checklist in people for sure because they're because so you answer all these questions and yeah for sure for sure that's a good point but it's like you got to do your freaking questionnaire and then you got to throw it away and like have some trust and then some openness in what's possible and be open to seeing things that maybe you wouldn't have looked for on your own or you wouldn't have recognized on your own Definitely. So this just makes me very, very upset and I think is so unfair. And you can tell it really hurts her. And then we go into how. The next issue. Yeah. So then he's like, and then, you know, your mom was telling me at the wedding how you still have a lot of student debt and you need to finish nursing school And he's just not sure how they're aligned. And so he's basically going, you have debt. You're you have you're not done with school and you have a shitty relationship with your dad. And so how the fuck did we get matched up? And I'm just like, this is so judgmental. Like this is beyond. And we don't get into the weirdness of what he perceives as a lie quite yet. Okay. So this is where he's just talking about that. And she's sitting there and she's like, look, I'm never going to ask you for a cent. I'm never going to tell you how to spend your money. I need you to be patient with me and be okay with the fact that like, we're not in the same exact place. And you hear more of what this means later when she meets up with Stasha and um, Lindy. And she talks about like how he was kind of picking her brain about like, do you know stuff about crypto and do you invest? And basically shaming her that she's not doing that yet. And she's like, I'm not there yet. I can't. I'm paying off my student debt still. So, of course, I'm not investing in fucking bitcoin which good on you girl because here we are in august of 2022 
And as people that have done a little bit of dabbling there, it would all be in the fucking tanker right now anyway. So she was actually smarter than you, Ben. Um, so she's, you learn like that they, this got more in depth. And like he thinks that this is a, a deep question. Like, do you know about crypto? Go F yourself, you crypto bro. Like, I can't deal that he thinks that that is like, I'm really wanting to go to the deep places, is how he explains it to yeah, Justin. Yeah, this isn't finance 101, no, dude. It's your freaking honeymoon. And so she's sitting there and she's like, so do you just not think we're a good match? Like, I wish that you could see the good in me. And that just like broke my heart for her. And he's like, well, I feel like we have like surface level things in common, like like intermittent fasting and good vibes, but <laughs> no, he's like, but you know, I was very open with what I preach, uh, which is family finance and honesty. And I'm just not seeing any of those things. And I'm like, wait, so then we get into, <laughs> I'm just laughing of like I'm his like family crest that just says family finance honesty i know <laughs> it's like what's your three-word motto family finance and, and honesty so, like and uh, it's such a pet peeve to me when people's principles like are so rigid and aren't actually and they think that they're so deep and like the very rigidity of them to me speaks to the lack of depth you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because they're not actually accounting for the true human experience. Okay, so then we start getting into the weird. Then he goes, well, you know, like what you were telling me last night. And so, of course, we've all seen in the preview this last week. We were so wrong. I was so sure this was a shoe in about sex. And then uh, a teaser came out this week where it was like you could hear why she was crying about the lie. And it was like you told my secret about nursing and we were all like WTF and still waiting for how this was going to play out. So he basically says what you told me last night in my mind made me feel like you came into this dishonestly. And that, which is that she has a class left to complete her BSN, her bachelor's degree. And that, she was based, he views her as like, she was dishonest with the experts because if the experts had known that she had one class left, like they would have not matched together because they're at a different place in life. And she also said like, here's what's confusing. We have reached out to our very close nurse friend who did some explaining for us. Okay. She said, cause we were like, cause this was weird. She clearly set it up the night before as can I tell you a secret yeah. that you can't tell anyone? She obviously has some feelings about this. Yeah, so she presented it as a weird thing to be hidden. So that I think is what added a lot more confusion for Ben and made it like amped up the secretive nature in his mind. Yes, she's creating this she like deception it around it. Yes. And it's really not that big of a and deal. And yet we have to wonder why. Is it because, because as we'll get into, 
this is not a big deal. Of course, we are not nurses, so we don't know. I, I knew that like there's different levels of nursing. So we asked, we're like, okay, is this weird? And is it or is it not? Does it make sense? And she said, yes, it definitely makes sense. Many nurses have their associate's degree and work as fully licensed RNs. Like you'd never know at my job who has their bachelor's and who doesn't. The profession has changed a ton recently, and now everyone only hires nurses with their bachelor's and pushes those who don't have it to go back to school. It was a huge overreaction. But then she was like, the only thing is, why did she make it seem like this huge secret that she was finishing up classes? She's already a nurse. She was like, at my job, nobody at work talks about it at all or cares who has their bachelor's or doesn't. Uh, and then her reaction to, to the fact that he told Justin who told Alexis, cause that was the last part of his whole thing was I did go talk to Justin about it. And just so you know, he probably told Alexis. So then she gets really emotional and weepy and this friend agreed, like if he didn't understand how it all works within nursing, Obviously, he's going to feed on her weird energy around it needing to be a secret. And then her freaking out about the fact that he told someone. So her whole thing, I mean, she's been in nursing for like 15 years, is like, this is truly a non-issue. Like, it's absolutely standard procedure. And yes, they've pushed the bachelor's thing more in recent years. And so a lot of people who have been nursing for years and years and years have like, also part-time slowly work towards their bachelors because they've been advised to and or it can like raise your pay so there's nothing weird about what she's doing okay to be clear but she was a little weird around it and then when he but okay i guess my one theory is did she also react this way because at this point she's feeling really small right he just let her know like your shitty relationship with your dad and your student loan debt make me really question if you're a good match for me I mean that's very fucking judgmental and make you and like she just said I wish you could see the good in me I mean the fact that she wasn't already crying at this point I would be crying by now oh yeah but She's and not then really a the fact that he then goes also just so you know, da 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 da. Maybe her overblown reaction with the tears of like, because because our friend's whole thing is like, why is she giving in to him making this a super bad thing? Like she, if anything, it's like her reaction should be like, and screw you, stop acting like that. This is not weird. This is like people do this all the time. Like. What did you, what, there's no there there for you to even be like divulging. But I think because she knows he framed it in a way to Justin that was like, yeah. And then there's just this whole other thing that makes her not a good match for me, which is that she's one class away from her bachelor's and she might be a liar. Like, is that why she's reacting so bizarrely and like weeping? Like you told my secret, da, 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 da. I think because she's just like, you, I, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like she framed it as a secret to begin with, which is going to be confusing for someone who doesn't know how nursing works. 
So it's like, did she set him up to view this as much worse than it was? Bottom line, here's the thing. Bottom line, she told him not to say anything about right. it. He told someone else, Within and now hours. she's betrayed and her trust has been broken. Right. Which you can have your opinion on if that's a big deal or not. I don't know. Like, I don't know. The rest I think of this she's episode. Just embarrassed. The rest of this episode, I am completely on Ben's team from here on out. Okay. Because I think that he goes about all of this, the next steps, right. in the right way. He, Yeah, by the end of the conversation, yeah. he's apologizing, which is almost like, you're like, whoa, I wasn't, because he says so many hurtful things. I We will not forget this. He said a lot of fucking hurtful things that the truth is you can't just act like you didn't say them, you know? And, and I guess all of a sudden I just had this, you know, the whole shit she said about words, words, words the night before this. It's like, this is the kind of stuff that early on lodges itself in your brain and is hard to let go of, you know, for the person in her position. Mm-hmm. Because now whatever comes next, she's always going to be self-conscious. Like, OK, so that there's that. But by the end of the beach talk, he was going, I'm sorry. I clearly overreacted and you're right. I should have come to you about my feelings of distrust and distress and not gone straight to someone else. Like, what do I do to make it better? And now she's like so emotional. And yeah. So then we go into like she meets up with Morgan, Lindy and Stasha and explains, you know, more about how she feels judged. She tells them what happened And the girls are very understanding of all the other stuff, you know, of like why she feels like just she's been boiled down to like a list of boxes checked or unchecked. But then you're like, she says weird things like, you know, usually at this point, I just walk away. I just walk away. I mean, I don't even know how to rebuild. She says, I've never, she's never had to navigate her trust being broken before. I think what she meant is like her trust has been broken and she just walks away. Oh, okay. She's never like she's used to being like, oh, screw you. Yeah. (laughs) What? Tim just kicked our our Tom Chi producer in the face. She was there. (laughs) She got so pissed. Oh my god. Um she yeah, so she's not used to like going, oh wow, my trust was broken and let's work through this. But also like is it really? Girlfriend. It's not that big. He didn't of a, cheat on you. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's what I was alluding to. Like, you can feel however you want to feel about it. This is, I mean, if someone explicitly tells you don't say something, you shouldn't. Yes. Okay. That being said, this is like open season for everyone talking to everyone about everything. Right. Like the guys, the girls are talking about their husbands to the to the girls, to each other. The guys are doing the same thing to the guys. We have blossoming friendships of individual people, individual sex. That's sex, like like a sect. Um, <laughs> Got it. Individual sects of okay, friends. Stop that. Like it, it's all. It's kind of expected that you talk about things. I don't know. I don't think it's that. He did it too fast, though. And it was all tied up in all of the other judgments he had put on her. Yeah, you're right. So I think that she was feeling very embarrassed and very shitty 
And I, I would not just be over the judgment. I'd be more less concerned about him going to Justin and saying something because in my mind, I'd be like, okay, there's nothing like you're the, like, there isn't anything that you're di- like, so what? I would be more fixated the next day or later that day on all of the things he said that he can't unsay now, which is that like, he's judging me for things that are beyond my control. And like, can we stop acting like student debt is some sign of like a huge void in society? Like don't most people have student debt. Yeah. Most people have student debt. Like screw these guys that are acting like, Especially like in your younger years. Like, exactly. it's, it's not like. Well, I'm like, we're 33 and 35. And like, we, we don't even act like we act like the student debt doesn't even fucking count. I'm sorry, but it is a ridiculous thing that we are all saddled with as Americans. Unless you are insanely rich or like in the depths of poverty, there's like a very huge lack of support for everyone in the middle. So like. Who isn't walking around with student debt? I'm sorry. Like, there's people with kids in college who are still walking around with their student debt. I'm just like. Sound like Elizabeth Warren over there in the stump speech. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just, it's ridiculous to act like that's some sort of shortcoming. Like, okay, if your person tells you that you're tens of thousands of dollars in credit card debt, which also no judgment. We've been everywhere. Um, <laughs> but like that, I can it's see a you personality going that's a red flag. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, are you addicted to shopping? Yeah. Are you impulsive? Or sure. But like student debt, I do not think counts in this same thing. It's not even considered bad debt by financial experts. Anyway, I digress. But my takeaway here was just like, I'm totally with her on how hurt she is around the things that he said about things that she can't control. And yet her like, who knows? Like, I've never rebuilt trust and I don't know if we can rebuild. Like, that's extreme. And I'm just like, I do think that he has a good heart and he's just kind of black and white and duncey. I will say, I don't think. I agree that like, I don't know. I guess I didn't realize like how in totality, how hurtful the things he said to her were. Because I don't think he realizes how hurtful yeah. they are. I don't think he's trying no. to be a, some type of way about it. Like, he's no. not trying to be hurtful, but he's unintentionally. He's but at the same time, he has enough self-awareness to be able to notice his overreactions with things and apologize mm-hmm. And, and now he is panicking that she doesn't trust him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, what am I? What am I? I don't. And how am I going to navigate myself? A lot of navigation here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like him and Justin meet up to talk about it. And Justin said some bad advice that irritated me. He's like, I know you and you deserve the perfect wife. And I'm like, ew, Justin, like. Just because Ben has 0% body fat does not mean that he deserves the perfect. <laughs> I'm just like, let's not act like there's a perfect wife anywhere. Seriously. Like you're feeding the incorrect part of Ben's, like all of his, his own complex, yes. you know? I'm and like, you've stop known it. him for four days. For five seconds. Yeah. Like, let's stop. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. But I mean, long story short, <clears throat> which 
we're going to get to the final explosive group honeymoon dinner at the end here. Okay. Because it was just too hard to note take separately for each couple because shit was just flying left and right. Uh, But bottom line, it appears that by the end of this honeymoon, they actually are made up, which is great. Okay. Yeah. So somehow we ended up there. Let's move on. Speaking of Justin, let's move on to Alexis and Justin. So our thesis for them is that the level, I mean, we can't argue with the fact that there is some cuteness here. We have also said that each week we continue to cringe. I was overwhelmed. I I was was completely, by the end of this, I had a stink face on. It's just too, it's it's too much. They're acting like they have been married for as long as we have. And they have been married for seven days. They have fully taken the roles of marriage experts and certified to weigh. They believe they're certified to weigh in on any and all things going on with anybody else. The overconfidence is truly shocking. And... I, 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 do you have, I I just, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I, (laughs) here's the thing. Let's I am happy for them. Yeah. Okay. And their joy in this moment. We are happy for them and their joy in this moment. Yes. As a viewer, it is incredibly difficult to watch. Yeah. And. Baby, baby, baby. The amount of baby talk. This just feels like we're building a house upon the sand, <laughs> a house of cards upon the sand. Like there is n- one way that this thing goes yeah. and it is going down in a blaze of glory. There's no <laughs> way this is tenable for, I'm going to say even two more episodes of TV. Like We cannot keep going at this pace. It is out of control. Yeah, it's way too, it it's is, like they're both, they're both. In a love bomb with each other. Like, it's It's nauseating. Yeah, it is nauseating. That's a perfect word. It's nauseating. It's cloying. It's overly sweet. It's It's, almost rotten. It is cloying to the eyes. Okay, so, and a few things that are interesting. So, like, in girl time, Alexis, she shares that, you know, she knows it's a great, uh, like, thing that Justin is sensitive, but it's actually really hard for her. And that he's almost like obsessively considering her. And it's really hard because she's not naturally like that. And so now she has to obsessively consider him. So there's there's so many funny angles to hear that through. Um, on one hand, she sounds like a selfish bitch. And she's like, I've never been with anyone who's made me have to be so like considering of them. And that sounds funny. But deep down, I think we all kind of feel and know what she's talking about. It's that over hovercrafty, like, baby, oh, baby, baby, what can I do for you? Oh, oh, oh. Well, like, she, her claim to fame is that she caters to her men. Well, we'll get there. <sighs> we'll get there. And the only reason that comes up is because people, like, because Miguel points out, like, do you do anything for him because he's so obsessively all over you? And there is such a thing as a partner being so obsessively all over you that there's not even space for you to give back. You know what I mean? Like 
not only is there not space for you to be independent and like open your own fucking drawer, but like where's the room for her to like come up with a cute idea to do for him? Because he's literally always hovering like a fucking tree, a willow tree, if you will, who might drop a tear at any given moment. (laughs) So I kind of get what she's saying, but it also confused me because it doesn't match up with anything the rest of the episode. Like she's never saying anything to him about this. Yeah, and she's exactly in every other public space, especially as the co-ed groups, all she does is brag about him. So it's a little weird. You're like, are you just saying this to say it? Or is deep down this kind of you do have this cringy, insecure fear about this person and this side of them, but you're trying to just keep pushing past it and and be like, how can I have a criticism about someone who's so obsessed with me? Like, I need to just dive in, you know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of get where she's coming from with that. But, like, this doesn't go anywhere because she never brings it up again. And, again, she says nothing to Justin. Meanwhile, Justin, in the sex conversation with the guys, he talks about how they're not having sex yet, which is truly shocking. But they are walking around naked a lot, which, like, really means a lot to him. There was once, I guess that's the answer to my question of last week. (laughs) Last week's biggest question. He's like, she she makes me feel like I can just walk around this resort naked. Oh, right. It's the room. Yeah. Just weird. And he's like, but she respects my celibacy. She really respects my celibacy. Even when we're walking around naked. I'm like, this is so weird. Why do you? Why do you need to be celibate? And you can tell all the guys are like cockeyed at him. Like, what? So you're tromping around in the nude and you're really proud of how comfortable you are to do so, but you're not doing it? Like, that is weird. Also, we're talking about like a hotel room here. Like, this isn't like a sprawling estate. (laughs) Like, like, it's not like like how much walking around naked is actually being doing. Exactly, and you're out of the room most of the time like you're walking from the shower to put on your clothes i mean it's like a 15 <laughs> foot like he makes it sound like he's just ass to the wind all day long like well he's really proud i guess that he gets up and walks naked to the door to like get the breakfast in bed i don't I, it's just but also with the amount that we've heard this man talk about his boners it's like he views it as a test to her and if she respects it, which by AKA, like not trying to do anything with the boner that's walking around, flopping around the room, that means she respects him. It's so confusing. And the guys are like, what are you talking about, dude? And he's like, you know, I'm just waiting for one thing to lead to another. I want it to not happen with pressure. And I'm going, but I thought we were so comfortable and feeling so natural that we're just walking around in the nude with our boners. Like, There is something to this. Like, what is it? Is it that he actually, like, does he get um, boner anxiety? Like, there's something going on here. This doesn't make sense. Because if we're feeling so comfy and natural that we are, again, walking around in the nude in the room every day and calling each other baby and all over each other, where is it not natural to have sex? Please it's explain like, it to me. It's like the last, that seems like the, the last. The walking around naked th- stuff comes after you've had sex. Way right? after. I mean, like, I'm putting myself in this position. 
It comes like, because you have sex. Yeah, I would not feel <laughs> comfortable, like, sex or not. sense. It, it walking around up. naked just this early into a relationship. <laughs> like... No, I mean, if you're doing it and your chemistry is off the charts and you've been having sex, then I do think you do get comfortable really fast with that. But like it just it's it's we're skipping taking sex out of the equation. It makes absolutely zero sense. Exactly. Exactly. And but okay, this is the one thing guy. I want to know what people's theory is on this. I really do, because it just makes no sense. If you have a theory. ooh, I'm going to do like uh, one of those. Ask me anything so people can write their full theories because this is truly nonsensical. But I thought Nate had an interesting point that he thinks, you know, barring the fact that the word pussy whipped is offensive and ridiculous, we get the sentiment behind it. He basically feels his theory is that Justin knows, which is kind of a good point that once he has sex, He's literally like drunk on the person and like there's no discernment anymore and he's just screwed. Like he's all in on that person and cannot think straight. And you know what? And he like so he's like I think he has a he's trying to like hold that off as long as possible. But the irony of it is like he's already drunk on this person. He's doing everything if that I mean like I All of his I, behavior I, is that of someone who is I, that term Yes, I think <laughs> Nate. It, I mean, we could just say whipped. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, Nate makes a great point here. But yeah, Justin is already. Has it's done. like the, it's like what Katina taught us last season. Dick dizzy. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, he's already taken all these steps. He's already said he loves her. Right. They're walking around naked. Right. It's, it's like we've we've come. You, you, it's not like. You've passed that point, dude. I'm right. sorry. Like, yeah. sex isn't going to change screwed. anything for you at this point. You're already screwed emotionally and mentally. So just get screwed physically. Sure. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I don't know. Is there any? I mean, they everything talk- I have to say is after dinner. Okay. Everything I really yeah, I mean, there's have a few. They go is, sailing. Is Everybody did a fun activity with each other this week, like a water sport. They go sailing. They have fun. They talk about their life at home giddily about how he works from home. She doesn't. They're so excited to miss each other during the day. And he's going to take care of the dogs and make dinner. And she just keeps going. I mean, I'm just waiting for marriage to get hard. People say it's hard. I'm waiting for it to get hard. Mm -hmm. And I put, LOL, don't worry, it'll come. But also, like, you just told the girls that it was hard. So, again, confused. Confused. Can't Can't follow it all. Uh. And then she's talking to Kristen. They do a meetup really to obviously for more for Kristen's sake than anything. But gushing, bringing up how, I mean, I almost missed my chance with Destiny six months ago because I saw his picture and thought he was too skinny and looked too nice. And here we are. Here we are. I almost missed my biggest blessing, the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm like, oh, my God. So, like, she's buying in, too, most of the time, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just so intense. But yeah, and then we'll get to our group dinner after. So who do we want? Who's next? Um, Lindy and Miguel. Okay. Okay. I'm curious how you feel about this. So, you know, as we know, Lindy has been more apprehensive to make love. Mm-hmm. 
for all of her hangups and past things, whereas Miguel has been the polar opposite. And last year, Miguel was really laying it. I mean, last year, last episode, he was laying it on super thick Mm -hmm. and straddling her poolside, etc. So we find out in girl time that they did have sex and that they are doing what married people do, which shocks everyone. Miguel is telling the guys they made love. They were the first couple, right? I think so. First yeah. couple, yeah. Yeah. And he felt one with the universe, divine empowerment. <laughs> so he's feeling on top of the world. He thinks that the sex was incredible. It was better than he expected. And anyways, it's all a little surprising, right? Because we know that like 24 to 48 hours prior... Lindy was not ready for that and was feeling very apprehensive about that. So when she's having her girl time with Sasha and Morgan, Sasha kind of puts her on the spot because Sasha is also uh, really emphatic about basically doing like intimacy in every way you can that Mm -hmm. isn't sex because she's so nervous of going, you know, letting that get ahead of everything else. And so she kind of puts Morgan on the spot and gets emotional. Puts and Lindy on the spot. Lindy on the spot. Sorry. And kind of asks her, like, how did you change your mind so fast about sex? Do you feel pressured or do you feel like it was your decision? And so that catches us all off guard as viewers because you're actually seeing a really emotional side of Stasha. And, like, you actually end up getting a window into Stasha's past. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about that later. But... Lindy was very reassuring and was like, I so appreciate your support, but this is not that. And I actually come from a background of extreme judgment around sex. So for me, there's a lot of freedom in just letting myself enjoy this with my husband and not judging it. And I just need you to support me. And I just thought the way this conversation went was actually really cool. As much as I know it seems too intense for you. I thought the way the women handled in this moment, the misunderstanding and the projecting was really good and mature. And Lindy's yeah. like, oh, no, no. Like, that's so sweet. But like, you have it wrong. Yeah. And you need to actually support me because I'm happy. And she's like, he's my husband. And it was beautiful. So but that is when I was like, oh, shit, like this whole conversation, like that was when you and I looked at each other and you were like, everyone's taking everybody's shit on. This is so intense. So then they're kayaking together, Mm -hmm. having a great time. They come back to the beach and they're having a conversation. And she admits, like, she's analytical and he's analytical. And she's noticing, like, between that and and the way that he discusses the eight weeks and all of that, it gets her a little bit in her head and obsessed with checking his boxes And makes her feel like she's walking on eggshells a little bit. And she just wants him to know that. And and so that's where, okay, that's her first admission that she has a thing inside of her that is prone to wanting to, like, adapt to him Mm -hmm. because she's so concerned with losing him. Yeah. Okay? And so that is where the mind fuck that was her journey at the group dinner is very confusing to me and does raise a little bit of a red flag. Almost more so not 
necessarily like fully on Miguel, but just on her. Like I'm concerned that she has this like tendency. So she tells him this and he's like, oh, my God, I don't want you to be anything other than you. Like Mm -hmm. I want like whoever, whatever happens with us, I want it to be because you showed me the fullness and the realness of you. I don't want you to be like shape-shifting for me because that would be dishonest anyway. And she was like, I know I want to be accepted. I want to not be judged. But what I put is, yeah. And she also wants him to give her some words of encouragement. That's the biggest. That's it. That's the biggest thing that's missing. And I, and I especially post consummating the marriage. Yes. We can't. He, my overall take on Miguel is I think he's too like analytical for this show and he's too he's too realistic right. for this show. Yeah. And he's like his whole general thing is yeah, we don't know what's going to happen, right. obviously. Right. You know. And it's and like he's not wrong. He's not No, that's the thing. He's not wrong, but it's like you kind of dude also, you so you have to also. you have to lean in a little bit, you know? Like you have to you have to play the part. Yeah, right. fake it till you make it a little mm-hmm. bit. There's like because that is what's going to take walls down and make people more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I get confused because like he he's like, you know, I don't know where I'm at. I just want to give it my all for 8 weeks and then he's basically saying, "Let's not get hung up in the day-to-day of what am I going to choose and what are you going to choose?" Yeah. Because that gets in the way of us just being present and experiencing each other. And that is valid. And she is like, well, when you say that, I mean, what? So it's just, I mean, what? how am I supposed to trust you? And how am I supposed to be present if you're, she takes it as like, you're threatening me with like anything could happen. Who's to say I might not stick around. That's how she's hearing it. Yeah. And I'm like, the truth is somewhere in the middle here. Which is what Miguel's saying is true. And why can't he also pair it with, and Lindy, I really, really like you. Yeah. I feel something really real here. And I see so much potential. And I really think that we could fall in love. I can't tell the freaking future. But I am excited about what's happening here. And I am deeply attracted to you. And I think that you are amazing. And I think that anything is possible here. And I think he thinks all of those I things about her. I do too. Like, but I he's think like, he... he's literally so science brain. You yeah. know how like a scientist who like does a study and it comes out like the result is it ha- the thing happens 98% of the time. A scientist goes, I mean, um, the results are not fully conclusive. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, us normal people view 98% as a pretty solid fucking say of that that thing works. Yeah. You know? But scientists are like, but that would be dishonest. Yeah. Like yeah, there yeah, is yeah, a yeah. 2% possibility. It, it is the science brain. Yes. He does have a science brain about this relationship. Yes. And I put, they want the fucking same thing and they are caught up in a semantics thing right now. And he just needs to give her a little more validation. Yeah. And she could let some of this go. It, absolutely. Ugh. So we have more to come with them. Um, but before we get to that, let's jump into Nate and Stasha up okay. until then. So Stasha says 
She tells the girls they're not doing it, but they did take a bath together. So it's like they're literally doing every little activity that you could possibly do. I think they're maybe doing these things with bathing suits on still, like because of the shower bathing suit scene. But who can say? They're doing everything they can do to not have sex, but like build the tension. I don't think they're walking around naked. Yeah, they're not walking around (laughs) naked. But Nate is like all in on this at least as he expresses it to the guys and says he feels like trying to get in. So, but it's interesting because what he says is in response to Miguel Mm. being like so happy about their sesh and how it went and how he's feeling about it. And then Nate, I, I think like the way he framed it, I'm like, okay, you're saying this to make yourself feel better. And you're coming off judgy of the choice that Miguel and Lindy made. Cause he's like, well, you know how things are when you, get into things earlier it messes with everything like he's just saying it as fact you know and it's like mm, maybe this buy, is you and your fuckboy past i did not buy any of this bullshit okay i did not buy so you think any it's of all it. like i think it was all Sasha? like let me google like some phrases about what what the right thing to say is because i've been a fuckboy my whole life mm-hmm. and oh yeah dude i just truthfully believe that like once you introduce that really just doesn't the relationship can't progress to the right thing. Like, it's all I'm like, don't change now, bro. Like, don't change now. And it's com- literally two days ago, you were talking to camera saying, I think that I'm going to get her to have sex with me by the end of this honeymoon. And I'm sorry, the overlap of, of video of your yes. behavior at the bachelor I party. about that. And your friends and family feel it necessary to talk about how you're a freak in the sheets. No, no, no. On the, you don't, on the altar. You don't get to come in and have this like, um, I mean, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like. Holier than thou kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I guess just like his, what he was saying was all like right things in the sure. scheme of a relationship. Sure. Wrong, right message, wrong messenger. Yeah. I wasn't buying it. Well, and call me naive, but this is what I'm trying to figure out with him. Is he fake AF or is he super freaking malleable? And like he has the way that he's done things, but he has this like extreme respect and attraction for the person he's been partnered with. And she's teaching him shit every day. And he's going, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because I felt that because I feel like he shifts really fast. And when like he receives her like, um, well, I actually think it's this. And it's like, I can see two things. I can see how some people could go, oh, he's just freaking saying whatever needs to be said to like get on her good side and continue and like move into her new house. Well, that's the the, the therapy talk was just like that. Well, exactly. Because you could tell that when the conversation started, he was a little like, um, like, I don't know. What do you mean? Like when things get bad or like, like you right and now? I go to therapy? Yeah. Like, why would we go? And then she's like, well, I really believe in preventative therapy. And I believe in like, <clears throat> why wait till a crisis? Why not learn more about each other and how we can be better? Like, I've never been married. Have you? And I feel like I get why people on Twitter are like, oh, he's just blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, I also feel like, call me naive, but I felt like I was watching the machine 
like the wheels turning in his head. And he was like in real time going, I mean, she makes a really good point. Like, I feel like he always goes back to like, she is way smarter than me. (laughs) And she is really successful and hot. And like, if she thinks that that's right, maybe that's just like the first time I've ever been challenged in this way. And like, she makes some good points. I don't know. I just. Okay. We're going to, this is going to be a poll. Yeah. I need a picture of their little TP fruit date. Yeah. And because I don't, I'm not buying the the boys talk, the sex stuff. I'm not buying that at all. Okay. I do think you make a really good point about this because I was on, I was being judgy and mm-hmm. saying and thinking that whatever she suggests right now, he's just like, yeah, it sounds going good. with it, going right. with it, and it's like it doesn't take much convincing. He has like this weird twinge and he's like, therapy for us. What the hell? And then mm-hmm. she says like three sentences, and he's like, okay. You know, and so right. put up the poll, malleable or faking it. Right. Like, I, I I can't figure it out. I mean, something I will say is I don't like, he doesn't offer up a lot of personal information, mm-hmm. at least up to this point. Uh, and I put, <laughs> maybe because he's like, because she's talk. she, you can tell she wants to get into some deeper stuff now. And her big thing is, especially, um, after the convo with the girls, which we'll get to, she is concerned that like, okay, I feel like he's hearing me out and like almost maybe this is too easy and it's too good to be true. And I want to feel like this guy is like voraciously seeking to know me and he wants to dig and he wants to know about my past and why did my past relationships not work out and who am I Mm -hmm. and what happened in my childhood? I relate. I'm like that too. And I feel like she's starting to go, does he just not know he can ask these things or does he not give a shit? You know? So she brings up on her own, her last relationship and why it didn't work and how after that she went and got therapy to like, just learn more about herself. And, um, that's when she asks, would you be open to therapy? I mean, she asks great questions, but I just think not enough of them. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really lead with any personal info. And I put maybe because he's like, oh, my last relationship is that annoying blonde bitch that you met at our wedding. So I'm not going to bring <laughs> whatever her name was. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm i like, he's either really easily like mind changed mm-hmm. and he's just like down and open or it's definitely it's all too easy and too good to be true. And he's just saying what needs to be said. Yeah, I I mean, Stasha's clearly feeling insecure. Okay, so then, so the girl thing is not till after that. The the weird girl meeting with her, Morgan, and Stasha. I mean, and... Um, Lindy. Lindy. So then after that moment, those girls are meeting. And obviously the premise of this meeting is really to be there for Morgan. Mm-hmm. But then it ends up turning into different things. So we obviously learn through Stasha projecting on Lindy... That Stasha has had some like like a traumatic past relationship where she was like racked with pressure about sex mm-hmm. and like made to feel really guilty about it all the time and felt like it was like, yeah, like she was pressured into it all the time. And like maybe it was used as sort of like a threat thing. Like if you don't like then yeah. you can't count on me staying, whatever. But then, OK, so. 
I thought that this was a little bit of an interesting, out of touch, shady Lindy moment. Oh, exactly. This is what I talked to. This is what I'm referring to at the top of this episode. Right. Like, what a weird ass question. Okay, go. Just go. <laughs> so she, it's like, so we have Morgan says her stuff. Then we have um, Stasha go, okay, I have to just ask Lindy, I want to check in on you. Mm-hmm. The sex stuff. How did you change your mind? And I felt like it was still relevant and proper because the truth is these girls had both agreed on where they stood about sex merely days before. Yes. So she's going, I just have a concern and I just want to check in and make sure you're okay. Did you really want to do that? Are you good? Then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm totally projecting. Now I'm crying. I'm telling you about my past and why I have extra protectiveness around that. And I'm glad to know that you da 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 da. And then Lindy, it's like she's like, well, actually, I have a thought and an opinion that's based in nothing except my husband's suspicion. And I was like, whoa, this is too early for this crap. And this is technically like I just feel like this is where this has always been like a silent. Unspoken rule in maths is like you don't offer up. Your just random opinions and conjectures about your the other people's partners, unless that person is asking you for advice or that partner is displaying for everyone super fucked up behavior. Right. Yeah. And that usually comes much later down. And she we're on the honeymoon and she basically just goes, you know, I just wanted to tell you that, like, the other night, like, Miguel told me he's really questioning if Nate's genuine and like. You know, he just he's so curated and like the phone thing, like, I don't know. It's just like, why is he worried about social media? Like, I'm not even thinking about my phone. And like, bottom line, it was bizarre. It was very bizarre. And I felt like she was out of line. I think I'm going to take a I'm going to take a step out here. Okay. I think this is the beginning of a little rivalry. Couple rivalry. Oh my god! You think? Yeah, because you know I kind of feel like Stasha and Lindy seem so naturally connected. I know, but this was out of left field for Lindy to say. Mm-hmm. And I, if you, I don't think, I think it's very weird when you say my husband noticed right. and you bring that to the girls because I kind of think that this is the precedent for Stasha going in on Miguel at dinner. Mm. I think that rubs you the wrong way when you hear that someone's husband is saying stuff about your man. Right. That now gets... Now, are they... um, I just... I mean, they might still be close. I just think there's maybe a little bit of a rivalry thing going on. I don't think Miguel likes Nate very much. Well, they clearly, these girls both clearly don't trust each other's husbands very much. Yes. Sasha's concerned that Miguel is pressuring Lindy to bend to his will, which she has a sense of specific triggery sensitivity to. And so Lindy's like, well, actually, my husband is worried. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a good point. I I, forgot about the group dinner moment. Watch for this space. Okay. Watch this space for more. (laughs) Okay. And surprisingly... Last to this week, we have Kristen and Mitch. 
also baffled by this couple. They were never... Don't know what's going on here. ...together as a couple for the last two days of this honeymoon. They were literally doing their own thing the entire time. Kristen thinks that, like, this is girl's trip. (laughs) And all she wants to do is... Well, why are you putting this on Kristen? Okay. Are you kidding me? I'm just, After everything? No, I'm not. Okay, I'm not blaming. I think it's just the last two days. I'm not blaming Remember, Kristen. She, she chose not to tell everybody what went down on the boat. Like, the more I learn about Kristen, the more I just think that she is so loving and sweet, it, like, to a fault. I mean, it's just, even with, so we, all these girls have now been waiting for a couple days. Which I think she, the way even she goes about this, I'm sorry, I'm pro Kristen. I don't know why I'm coming off like this, but the way that she goes about this is like, she's holding it over them that it's like this, he, I mean, it is a big deal, but I just think it's kind of funny. She's like, you guys, okay, okay, is everyone sitting down? It, it, okay, does everyone have a beverage? Okay, anyone <laughs> have to go to the bathroom? You are not going to believe what happened. Well, she has, I think it's been coming from the place of, I don't want to rain on everyone's parade. Like, yeah. everyone but me is having the most glorious time, is feeling sexual connection, butterflies, everyone's evolving, getting close, and I'm over here. With a husband who told me he doesn't think I'm what and then tried to do me when he got drunk three hours later. And like, that's going to make everyone sad and mad. I hate how she starts this off. Her preface is, Mm. in order for this to work, we're all going to have to be Team Mitch here. No. For now. No, no, no. You know what, Don't like it. I respect it. I don't, like, I just think it speaks to her maturity as a person okay and i do think it's to a fault again i don't think he deserves all of the concessions she's giving him i don't think he deserves like the grace and the accommodations that he's getting from her but i do think it speaks to like she is a grown-up who takes marriage really really seriously and she knows that everything she's about to tell them about what happened the other day is such a bad look that the and we, she knows how girls are together when they're all supportive of each other and that if she was hearing this about her girlfriend yeah. she'd be losing her shit and going oh hell no fuck this guy Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. but she knows how um to- i mean the truth is that can really be toxic to a relationship especially in its early stages if it goes too far, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we need validation. We need support. We need insight when we need to like check in and be like, Hey, am I crazy or was this messed up? But there's that next level. And she's like, I can't have you all who are my allies turning on him this soon in the process or else I'll never like trust. I'll never be able to come to you as long as I'm trying to make this work. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of respected it even though. Yeah. She's just saying for now. Okay. But, I mean, I will say, so her description of the I'm not attracted moment, she does really try and kind of skate past it. Like, it's very kind and it's very short-lived. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, she describes the rest of the night and then we get back and he pounces. The girls are so pissed. 
So it's like it already it's like she knew they're going to be pissed anyway. So yeah. I better tell them to not like freaking throw down and say they hate him. Even yeah. though they might. But even the description to me, like they're like, what did he explain? Da da da. And she's like, he couldn't believe the way that I handled myself in response to the lack of attraction. And so it's just like now he was so attracted to me. Just remembering that that was the angle he took mm-hmm. and hearing it in a new way, I was just like re pissed. Like, what a piece of shit. Like, the way that you handled I how know. I told you I, I don't know. think you're hot, it's like hot. <laughs> like, that's the dumbest freaking shit so I've ever stupid. heard. And then I did, I love how she was just so proud how like he wanted to do her. And she's like, and then I flipped the script. And I said, I am the captain now. And I was like, Kristen, something tells me it wasn't as fierce or at, you know. Yeah, because even we saw her the next day going, just so I can remind you why I didn't do you. It's not that I didn't want to, you know, it was just like, I can't yet because of what you said. You know, it's like, Kristen. In general, she's too freaking nice. Yeah. You know? Like, that's, that's a that's, theme. Yeah, That's absolutely. a consistent. And it comes from this place of, like, like she is so committed to positivity because she is so committed to this marriage working. And it does feel like it um, has potential to inch into, like, a toxic positivity place where you're basically denying and bypassing your true feelings which are complete devastation and rejection Uh, i think she's too mature for it to get to that point it's going that's that's the the road that's the road it's going down feel you're right that's the road it's going down but she's trying to like doggy paddle like yeah no everything's great it's fine we're growing yeah and you're like okay you can also just be really freaking bummed for a day yeah and she hasn't let herself go there yet. So I just think it's building. Yeah. Like we all know that this is not over. This is going to keep going. So I don't know. She it, like this whole episode is her like meeting with separate people. She meets with Alexis at the pool. I, I just was like literally her and Mitch do nothing one on one together except when they debrief the dinner. And poor Kristen gets so blotchy when she's sharing. Yeah, big, big time red I face. I understand like blotchy sharing because I am also cursed with this curse, but I would say it doesn't get as extreme. Yeah, well, her nose, she has like a sun, a sun glasses burn. Mm. She's got like a red, tri- <laughs> she's got like a red triangle on her nose. Yeah. But yeah, she admitted to Alexis that she feels like she's walking on eggshells because he's just still giving her mixed messages and we're not seeing a lot of it. But like behind closed doors, now he's talking about the future with her and he's randomly being really cuddly and touchy and then he's not. And she's doing what exactly what we said we knew by night one was her M.O. You know, when she's like, actually, I don't even wear makeup this this much. I mean, normally... Normally, I hate makeup. I hate it so much. (laughs) You know, where Mm. you're like, oh, no. Like, of course, you're a walk on eggshells kind of girl to a fault where the very thing that like Miguel told Lindy not to do, like 
where you're not actually leading with your full honesty and feelings. Mm -hmm. And it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. So she talks about that. And then I was just like, OMG, of course he leaves her on the beach to selfie video and watch him surf because of course, like, of course he thinks that that's an acceptable honeymoon activity. <sighs> um, that's all I have on them, though. Should we jump into Let's this get dinner? To dinner? Okay. Let's get to dinner. This freaking dinner. I don't think I have ever seen a group dinner at this stage of things be this intense. What would you say? Yeah, I think I agree with that. It's just a lot. I mean, um, again, it goes with what we were saying earlier. Like everyone last year's got pretty intense with Alyssa, but. Oh, right. But this is but just. But that was it. Everyone's got. Everyone's got something was everyone's here. Everyone's enemy. Yeah. Everyone's got something going everyone, on here. Like <laughs> everyone. So we start with Morgan saying, yeah, we haven't had as much time as all of you, but we have had some really hard conversations. And we're better because of it. So in, I was like, okay, so we've made up. And then Lindy, right after that, just go, because I, I made us rewind this, because I was like, what is the transition from here to here? Like, the how transition do- is, I'm a little buzzed right now. You think? Already? I think so. With Lindy? Because I'm like, it her seemed- hair is still wet from the shower. Like, they just got there. Like, I'm like confused. It just seemed odd that you would just go straight, like, it was a bizarre well, choice. Well, and it, I think it speaks to her. I mean, we've heard a lot about her thought spirals yeah. and how, like, she can't really control them once they take off. Yeah. And I, they did their whole kayaking convo earlier in this same day. And that's when she was just, like, beside herself about how his the way he presents the eight weeks of it all and how he'll figure out then if he's this is for him. And so she just goes straight into it, not to put him on blast, but, um, you know, I'm just waiting for this guy to tell me if this is more than an eight week thing, Um, because apparently, I mean, you know, it's just like he's going to like see how the eight weeks go and then we'll see. And you can tell he is so annoyed. Well, this is very immature. It's so immature. This is immature. It's so bad. Don't like it. Just the way that this is laid out. It's like, Lindy. We all watched it and we under, I mean, hello, we just gave our critiques, but this is not the way that he framed it at all. You are misrepresenting it. You're showing all of your insecurities about what the way he said it makes you feel. Big Lindy fan over here. Mm -hmm. But these last two moments of her bringing up the cell phone, messy, kind of weird. And in this, not a good look, Lindy. It's well, I put, it's kind of like, She's got this little side of her. It's a compulsion. Like mm-hmm. it feels like she can't control herself once, once like, she, like, you know what I'm saying? When she can't put something down mentally, she's just like all bets are off. You don't know how she's going to bring it up, how she's going to say it. Uh, yeah. And you can tell he's like, whoa, like, Okay, I I wouldn't say I said it like that. That's not quite what I meant. But and then someone's like, okay, this feels like a sitting down conversation. Yeah, because they're all awkwardly standing. Yeah, we're supposed to be in greeting and mingling moment right now. So they all go sit down. um, And then we get like, you know, basically couples are like bouncing around, grilling each other or like sharing their end of honeymoon thoughts um 
Stasha and Nate are moving into the home that she is currently building, renovating? Don't know. So does that mean they're not going to be in the apartment complex? Or is this... No, they have to be in the apartment complex. Okay. This is talking about after. she's talking about after. Yeah. I mean, damn Stasha for already... But I think it's funny that Nate views this as his big symbol of of like this shows how committed I am. I'm like, hmm. interesting. Mm, it shows how freaking lucky you are, yeah, and how committed Stasha is that she's already inviting you yeah. into this part of your life. But okay, um, and then bless Kristen. You know, she's like, you know, I think that. Some of us, and then pointing to Mitch, have been a little overwhelmed with the honeymoon and everything. And, you know, I think we're excited to, like, get back to real life and, like, start integrating our real lives and da-da-da. So, again, Kristen being, like, way overly kind in her summation Mm -hmm. of where they're at for the group and on his behalf. And... Then we get to some then we get to some real awkwardness. This is when um because basically people are starting to go, so what is what do you think your challenges are gonna be when you move back in mm-hmm. together or when you move in together? And what do you think? Da da da. And this is when Morgan takes a turn for me in a way where like I don't I didn't know how to be on her team anymore because I felt so uncomfortable. Like she was like Oh, big time. So odd. And like for how annoying Alexis and Justin, like how cringy they've been, their reactions to this were hilarious oh, in gosh. real time because they were correct. Okay. So she's admitting she likes to be alone when she gets home and she has no intention of caring for anyone when she gets home because she cares for people all day. And, you know, she's actually really worried because she relies so much on her alone time when she gets home that. She just doesn't know how this is going to work and how is she going to decompress. And um, she's not used to talking about work when she gets home. So, like, how is she even going to talk about it? He's sitting there looking, like, totally concerned (laughs) and speechless. And there's just something about the way that she is saying this. It's just, it's like a machine gun of words. And it's just, like, it feels completely unself-aware. Like, There's no consideration of him. It's all just, it is all like me, me, me. I'm very concerned for me. And I don't know what, like, like as if like his existence is actually going to be a big inconvenience to her. It's just very, but it's very, it's a bizarre route to go down. Yeah. Like I need someone to take care of me as soon as I get home from work. I can't, um, I, I don't talk to my work about anyone. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. First of all, Girl, what's her name? Morgan. Uh, Morgan. Okay, first of all, Morgan, a lot of people take care of people at their jobs. Like, right. that's a pretty standard, like, lots of people are nurses, lots of people are looking after people. Like, I get it. I'm not trying to diminish. I'm sure it's intense. But, like, a lot of people are fried when they get home at the end yeah, of the work. Period. It's a common thing yeah. in, in America. Secondly, like... You can't talk of like it's but just weird things to say. Like exactly. It's like it's a valid concern of like if she were to have been like, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it's gonna be a big adjustment. Like, I think that first hour when I get home from work, 
I tend to be really fried and like I'm so used to being alone that like I think it'll be an adjustment, but I also think it'll be amazing to like have a support system and to have someone to enjoy yeah. my shows with. And like there's a way to say it and speak to like, oh, this is gonna be different because I've been living alone for years, like a lot of these people have. Yeah, and Ben and without he- being like bizarre i know and then ben's like feels like his number one concern is what time are you doing laundry it's like <laughs> can we get to real things here like yeah. you guys aren't concerned about any of the dynamics like the real dynamics of what it's going to be like living together well and so i did i loved how alexis cut in and goes okay i have a question where does ben fit in here mm-hmm. and i was like good on her for saying what we're all thinking and like Ben certainly wasn't going to say anything. All, everyone comes to Ben's side here. Yeah. And all the guys are on And team she can ben. just like, there's something a little doomsday about Morgan's vibe. Like, I don't think she even knows that that's how she sounds. And she just keeps going. And she's like, I know. Like, because like it showed me that she really doesn't get, she's not getting how it's seeming to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Because Alexis says that. And she's just like, rather, she doesn't even get defensive. She's just like, I know. Well, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't that's know. you're right. I mean, yeah. And then you have everyone weighing in now, and like someone, ju- and this is like when Alexis looks at they, her and Justin are like, I think she wants a roommate, not yeah. a husband. That was really funny. And they definitely view themselves as the leaders at this table. And you're like, oh, that okay, that was so cringy. On oh top of it, my too. god! In the side interview where they're like drunk and hanging on each other. Ugh. Um. But everyone is weighing in. And I can't remember who, but someone else weighs in a a guy and goes, you know, Ben's going to have needs, too. Like, Ben's going to need support, too, like after work. And like, it might be Justin because they're boys. I don't know. I don't think it was was Justin. It was someone who surprised me. Like, it was like one of the other guys. Maybe it was Miguel. I don't know. I think it. Yeah. Um, So it was just a little. It was awkward. She was awkward about it. But she was also like, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, I don't know. It's just like she doesn't really have like the social cues were not quite there. And then Justin's like, she's irritating me. I was like, oh, my God. And then this was intense. So like Alexis and Justin, again, they're all over each other at this dinner. They're randomly kissing. They're whispering. They're commenting. Like they're, they're just a lot. They're intense. And then Miguel basically, like, I almost feel like he wants to, like, put them on a little bit of blast, maybe, because they're on such their high horse. Yeah. And so he's like, so I'm hearing a lot about what what Justin does for Alexis, but what Alexis, like, what do you do? No, but he's asking Justin. He goes, what does she do for you? And then she just jumps in. And defends herself and is like, oh, I am giving so much to this man spiritually, emotionally, mentally. I mean, I I, I take care of my man. I mean, if he's in the shower, I and I have a whole thing of lingerie. You best believe. And and of course, we're all sitting there perplexed because we know for a fact that they're not having sex. Spiritually? What are you doing? Intercessory prayer? Are you? Are you? Are you She's leading a ritual? Leading rituals here? Spell work? What I mean, the hell's going on here? I will say her quickness, um, kind of impressed me. Like I was like, 
wow. Like she never showed any anger. And she just like jumped in with a smile and was like, oh, you you better believe I am taking care of this man in every way you did. Um, So that it was just everything was intense. Everything was intense. Yeah. And then Stasha, I just laughed because she's like, I mean, Justin, you're bringing out this sensitive side of her that I have never seen. Stasha. (laughs) <laughs> Again, I I'm pretty seen... sure you've known Alexis for three weeks. <laughs> I, 72 I hours. Mean... I've never seen her like this. <laughs> she just, But then Alexis does admit she loves this man under her breath. And then mm-hmm. she says it again. I'm like, everyone here is drunk. Everyone here is feeling tensions and comparisons and support. But then the next second, like, wait a second. But what about you? I mean, it is just the energy is like. It's just very intense. It's a lot. I would have loved, loved to have been at this table just with a glass of wine watching this all play out. (laughs) This was just like, it was just the way you're like, there's so much. It probably was really fun to be a producer this night. Yeah. And then there's like so much happening under the surface. And then every once in a while, something comes above the surface. And we're like, is that shady? Is it not? Right. I don't know. It felt like a housewife's dinner almost. Like it was (laughs) as close as maths can get to that. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. This is where things get interesting. Like, I want to know what your thoughts are on this. So then, so Miguel's response to them, to Alexis admitting that she loves this man you know, we finally get that mm-hmm. and it's the last day of the honeymoon. So it's like Justin knew within three days. No, Justin knew altar, at the altar. Sorry. We can't, in three days. we can't get that. And then she knows by seven days. And he's like, he takes this as like a chance to go, look, I have to say, like, I don't understand like how you guys know that you love each other at this point. And... Yeah, he kind of uses that as his own segue to be like, I do think it's, oh, he does say like he's always needed an out to like feel okay. And that like that was part of what made him willing to jump into this process was knowing that like worst case scenario, you know, he's not signing his life away. It's Again, it's what you were saying earlier. All of it is completely realistic and actually very human and like just not a great first impression for people that are still trying to get to know you and especially the women who have relationships with Lindy. Yeah. It makes sense why this is making them go, huh? Because he's he's repeating some of his confusing eight week stuff again. But here's where I get confused. Okay. Okay. All of a sudden, Lindy is profusely defending him and telling everyone that they are being way too worked up about this. Her and Miguel are on the same page and they are taking it one day at a time and they don't want the pressure and that deep down she really appreciates the honesty because she never has to guess where he's at. Mm -hmm. Who is this Lindy? And what, like... And then when they debrief about it in the hotel room, she acts like everyone is just so crazy and like overdramatic and like reading into and projecting. You started the drama. I'm like, you literally brought everyone into it at the top of this dinner. Yeah. I think she kind of, she probably realized like, oh, that was not a very good way 
to handle so this. And now people are coming from, you know, like Stasha just starts grilling. And then after all that, she goes, I just need the whole time you were talking. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I actually really wanted to know where Stasha was going because I felt like she was going to say some truths. And the mariachi band shows up. I just don't think. OK, here's the thing. Miguel, Miguel could stand to be a little more woo woo about this process. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go to the Alexis and Justin no, side of it. No. But you can be, I, I need a little bit th- from you. Even that being said, he has not done anything wrong here. No. He hasn't. But he sounds like a dick. And like, meanwhile, Stasha knows because she feels an affinity or a closeness with Lindy. And she knows that Lindy has been feeling sad and on and off insecure about this very thing, which is that they view this a little bit differently. Yeah. And yet, like we keep saying, we actually think that Miguel and Lindy are probably more closely aligned in feelings than, but they're getting caught up in semantics and he needs to just give, like even in talking to the group, when he was saying, I don't understand how you already know that you love each other. Like, I think it's cool, but like, I just don't get it. I don't relate. I'm not the same. It takes me a while. Well, who is the same? Exactly. That? I mean, when you compare it to them. Sure. But like, why can't he just add? Yeah, I mean, I know. this woman next to me, she's gorgeous. I am feeling it. We have an amazing connection. I see so much potential here. And yet in a million years, I couldn't imagine being able to know right now what our future is. Yeah. Like, just reassure everyone. Reassure her. Like, it's that's the thing missing. Yeah. And like you would make everyone feel better if you could just do that. Yeah. And I'm hoping that this is just a little bit of, again, like science brain. Like he's going to learn in the sessions with the experts. I was just going to say, that's all he really needs. Yeah. Is, is a, hey. Give the validation for the sake of her needs. Regardless yeah. if you think she already should know. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, I don't want to read into this too much. And I don't want to spit out on this theory. But I do think it's worth us being like concerned enough to monitor Lindy's habit of adapting to Miguel's mindset when she thinks it like serves. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll like, monitor it. It's a little it. worrisome. We'll monitor it. We'll put a monitor between, on it. <laughs> between the sex stuff and then, I mean, we know for a fact that she is not okay with their differences in mindsets about this very issue because we have watched her react to it multiple times in the last 24 hours so to see her change her tune by the end and it it was a little just like disconcerting Hmm. and i don't know it could be as simple as through all of the public talking she it actually helped her process more that she was maybe being a little too doomsday yeah and like wait a second i know this guy I've been like spending intimate amounts of time with him for days and I was blowing this out of proportion. Now that I'm seeing everybody else freak out on my behalf, I actually think that I understand this better and it's actually not as big of a deal as I was making it. Could be that. But there is that little part of you because we know that she's neurotic that worries that she's doing some shape shifting because she wants this guy to choose her. And you're Only like, time oh. will tell. 
Um, okay. Let's let's close off some people here. So yeah, let's, let's go to. Uh, I'm, I'm going to save. We I need to save Alexis and Justin for last. Okay. Um. So we have Nate and Stasha. Yeah. A bed talk. Um. She does say a, some. She says it's scary not knowing someone's intention. And she feels like she's still trying to figure out his. That was her way, right? Mm-hmm. Of like needling in the the fear. Yeah. Um, and he seems very surprised by that. And yeah, his whole thing of like, I don't like, he's like, you're still trying to figure out my intentions. Like he does it. Oh, in man. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, everything of is course. just too easy going for him. Yeah. And that's what I can't. I'm like, is this just a personality? Like, this is your affect in life. And like, yeah, he's like, I've never shown you any red flags. I'm like. I don't know. I can think of a couple mm-hmm. like the bankruptcy, perhaps L- like your friends, your relationship with your friends that clearly she feels a little weird by yeah. the fact that you're like friends and family called you a freak in the sheets. Like, I don't know. We're full on crimson here, but we're right. we're trending towards a, some magenta, a, 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 a hue. Yeah. <laughs> you. Uh, and bottom line, she wants to feel like he's trying to get to know her on a deeper level. And that's what she says. And I just think, like, he's a little too comfy and chill. And it's that aloof vibe he puts off. And I can't tell if it's just because he does seem to always feel like jolted when she calls him out on something, like I was saying earlier. Um, And then she's really emotional after like, because he gets so surprised when she kind of expresses an insecurity. And I think that that almost triggers her more because in her interview, this is my theory. I think that she is like, I know I seem really confident and successful, but I actually have a ton of baggage and a bunch of stuff in childhood that's intense like a lot of things that make me the way that I am. I'm Mm -hmm. not just this one dimensional person. And I think that she's insecure. Like I need you to try and get to know, I need you to not assume that like I'm just all together and that exactly what you see is like the entirety of me. Like I need you to like start doing some digging and start trying to learn some of the darker corners of who I am and my life so that I'm not like insecure about the fact that like, yes, I have insecurities and I have baggage. And like, I want to know that you want to know that and you want to love me knowing that. Yeah. Right. And, and he's still got like a little bit of an immature surface level air to him of like, Oh, what you get insecure about stuff. Yeah. But he also doesn't like, he doesn't, it doesn't seem supernatural to him to go deeper. No. And so you know what you do in that situation to just get her off your back? You tell her you're falling in love with her and it's for real. He did not say that. No, he says he sees it with her, right? Like he sees some, he sees a future for them. Am I... I have it written down. I'm falling in love with you and it's for real. Whoa. Did you? How did I miss that? I don't know. Now you're making me guess myself (laughs) or second guess myself. Guess. Just guess myself. (laughs) 
uh, first, second, third. <laughs> n- I need to find out now because now this is going to sound so no, well, not okay. Clearly, that's the sentiment you took away from it, regardless. So you what? You just thought he was trying to just assuage her fears? And no, I don't it. know. That's that's a pessimistic view of it. Well, yeah, we just don't know. Okay, like it's fine, babe. Can okay. you not go on a Sorry. Google mission right now? Sorry. Okay, so again, with this couple, so much to be determined. So much TBD. TBD. And finally, no, you have more. Well. There was some, I'm just going through my debriefs. Oh, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. So I, I guess we did talk about Lindy and Miguel. They're very drunk and cuddly and giddy on the bed after mm. after um, the confusing moment where she's like, everyone's crazy. Like, what? And so we already said that. But then they're like in bed and he's like, I wish this version of me could have met you at the altar because, and I'm like, dude, it's been seven days. And, like, this is the whole point of the thing. Like, every day you can get exponentially closer to someone because of how much more comfortable and thus vulnerable you get with them. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. Like, and he's, I just wish this version of me. I'm like, dude, you're shocked by how much closer you are in seven days. But it's like he's, he does end up saying, like, I feel like maybe one of the more romantic things he said to her, like he basically like, which I think is very much drunken fueled, but she's just so touched by an angel and gets very teary. (laughs) And yeah. And I do then like, I, I don't think this, this wasn't that night. It was the next morning. She then just talks about her hypothetical stress that he's going to be an asshole when she has off days because her life is flexible and she doesn't want him to hold it against her. And he's like, can you stop creating hypothetical narratives that aren't happening? <laughs> and I was like, okay, thank you, Miguel. Like, that's yeah. where I appreciate Miguel. Yeah. So that's where we leave them. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on them? Mm-mm. Okay, Miguel. Uh, oh, Mitch, the bitch, and Kristen. Okay, so... They're sitting having their debrief. And I will say, I am disappointed that for all of the intense energy, Mitch never got caught out, called out at this dinner. He yeah. really skated by. And he is a lucky man. And I think, you know what, that probably had everything to do with the girls biting their tongue for Kristen. Mm-hmm. Saying that, like, we're team Mitch right now. Yeah. But that was a bummer to me. So she's sitting trying to do her overly positive summation. There's been highs and lows and, you know, it's been hard, but I, it's also been great. And I'm like, Kristen, stop. And then this mofo has the audacity to go, you know, what you can do for me. Okay. That's already the first incorrect thing that you <laughs> I've heard you speak this evening. I've luckily not had to hear you speak. And then, of course, you talk and it's heinous already. What you can do for me is really, you know, thread that needle. Don't put so much pressure on me that, like, you shut me down. But, like, don't give me a free pass either, you know? I was like, fuck you, Mitch. We are not in no this phase of can, the relationship no. in which you say what you could do for no. me. No. That you have to even <sighs> if you feel a certain way about it, you you you're at least a week away from being able to well, say something like that. And you're laying out like 
this impossible. You literally want her to be all of the things at the same time. And for someone like Kristen, who's already doing eggshell hopping mental gymnastics to try and be a man, his perfect manifestation of a woman that she can't figure out because on one hand he wants her to not wear a stitch of makeup, but then he also wants her to look exactly like her mom who wears lots of stitches of makeup and has fake boobs. Like, you know what I'm saying? He is a literal walking contradiction in every single way. Yeah. And he makes, it's like, he's got this impossible moving target. And even when he's trying to act like I have put you through so much, you know, and like, I really see that and feel that. And, like, what you can do for me is, like, be everything in this way, but then everything in this way, and then not this way, but then that way at the same time. Yeah. You know, that's just what you could do for me. Yeah. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. And then she still, she thanks him for giving her, like, these morsels of a little bit more of affection each day. And he says, you're welcome. He says, you're welcome for that. Uh, doesn't he, don't they end well though? Like, yeah, she thinks that their last night was their best because they wanted to do it. Yeah. The night, like, cause this is the next morning. Yeah. And he's excited for home and regular life. And I just have no patience for him. And does like, I just, he's so deeply undeserving of what she offers him that it like enrages me. And then, okay. We got to get to Justin and Alexis to round this out here. You're going to have to get me started because I don't know how we get from point A to point B. Okay. Okay. We get back to the room and he's still deep in distress over Finn and Morgan. That is insane to me. The way that he acts in this scene is like he just had to put down a childhood pet. Yes. And he's walking through the door. And I'm like, am I missing something here? Is there something else happening that he could possibly react this emotionally, this emotionally to? He cranes his head back. (laughs) Tears are flowing. I think that we are gonna get tears from this man every single episode. It's insane for the entire season. I don't think I've ever, ever had a reaction to an like a friend of mine's like strife than to walk through the door. Well, and this is not even like That's what I'm saying. Strife. This isn't a friend going through a divorce or a friend who just got cheated on after years. I mean, we're talking about a man that you have literally known three weeks because they, they do know each other for two yeah, weeks you're before right. their spouses. Okay. So they've known each other for three weeks and they have been at summer camp together for the past five days. And shooting hoops <laughs> like it literally does not add up, which I'm sure there's someone over projecting and being like, is he in love with Ben? But OK, it basically starts with her being like, so why are you so anti Morgan? Like, I need to da da da. And he's like, it's just it's just I feel ugh, I feel bad because our experience is just so perfect. Oh. And not everybody gets this experience. And Ben was cheated. He was cheated. Not cheated on, mind you. No. Just, just, just cheated, cheated of the experience. In the game of Mathis. <laughs> 
And she's like, I mean, the level of caretaking she's having to go to for him. Baby, 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 baby. Stop it, please. (laughs) Baby, you don't have to fight his battles. It's not your job to save Ben. It's not your job to be his voice. I mean, here's the thing. She's absolutely correct. And she's being very, very kind. And overall, I'm actually really impressed with how she handled him in this. Um, Justin, but Justin, get your get shit it together. together. He's they've together. lost the plot Completely. for me on this at this point. Yeah, they were already it was already like going and going, and I was like, I can't stand any more of this. And then <laughs> this happens, and I'm like, I am freaking done. Yeah. I can't. It's too. I much. can't. It's too much. <gasps> and we didn't watch after party. I know. Confession. I was going to bring These that are up. My confessions. Um, but. It's like we're at an hour 50. I don't really know if we could have been served anymore. No. So apologies for that. Didn't but need it. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, <sighs> but yeah, I mean, we had a lot in this episode, which I think only spanned like two days. But starting next week, we are coming back to real life. We are joining our real lives. We are getting to watch the move-ins, the pet meetups, which seem to really dominate. Justin and Alexis's time in particular, we have serious dog drama that it. becomes emotional couples drama. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. <laughs> I can already see Justin in tears. I just I can't believe my dog would bark at your dog. <laughs> I just what could have happened if they weren't on leashes? They could have killed each other. How will I re- emotionally recover from it's this? It's literally unhinged. Okay. I mean, it's funny because at the beginning of the season, I thought it was cute. Yes, like when he was having those. Because we're big supporters of like men feeling their yes, emotions I know. and not and feeling like, embarrassed about when it. When he was like having those moments yeah, with, with his, his brother. brother, I was like, wow, this is cool. You're like, oh, you're crying again. Oh, no. Oh, now you're it's like, again. oh, this is like, no. It's not even related to him. That's the crazy thing about it. I know. That's when it's like, it's not even, oh, okay, I can't. We're done. I'm done talking about <laughs> it. I can't wait it. to find out, like, why Justin cries next week. Yeah. I think this is going to become, like, a game. Look, yeah. Like, when do the tears come? Maybe we're going to have to make some bets about, like, how soon into this episode will we get Justin tears. Yeah. Uh, something tells me that editors really decided to give Mitch a break this week because we have so much more to come with this a-hole. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> what? It's just true. So yeah, I don't know. There's so much like this was a very jam-packed honeymoon. Like like you said we did have a jam-packed honeymoon last season, but all of the focus was on one yeah. villain. And this was like every couple had tears, had drama, had opinions about other couples, had I mean like we're already acting like we've all known each other for years. So, like, I think we have a lot of drama to come with this group as a whole. And yeah. I am excited about it. Me too. Would you like to hear my power rankings to close us out? I would love to. Okay. This is difficult for me. We got some changes this week. Okay. We got some changes. Coming in at number five, I have Ben and Morgan. Mm, okay. Okay. I just think there's just it's just too seaside. It's up and down. It's up and down. We like have this 
You have them doing worse than Mitch and Kristen? Yeah. You know, I mixed it up. I think I don't think they were featured. And so it, as a result of not really being featured, I think I put them up a spot. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I have Kristen and Mitch at four. I just okay. like mixing it up. Mixing it up. Uh, Nate and Stasha at three. Okay. Justin and Alexis at two. Okay. And Lindy and Miguel at the top spot. Really? I do. I feel I feel really good about them. I know that it was weird because they were involved in some drama this week. Ultimately, I kind of think they're going to be their own worst enemies, though, with all this words. Maybe. I mean, this is a week to week thing. Things go up and down. Yeah. There's too much cringe in Justin and Alexis's (laughs) relationship. I don't think I've ever done this before where like a couple both says that they love each other. They're outwardly the best couple in terms of the way they portray. Right. I can't do it. They will not be in the top of my power rankings this week. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Okay. And Nate and Stasha, I just kind of feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm back to kind of not really trusting Nate anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I seesawed back this week. Okay. So time will tell. I expect a lot of people to disagree with these power rankings, and I'm fine with that. Okay. You ready to take the heat? Oh, bring the heat. Okay. I'm feeling saucy. (laughs) Sassy. 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 Yes, sassy. I'm like, I don't think you've drank any alcohol this morning. No. Okay, everyone. Well, we hope you enjoy this extra long ep this week. There was a lot to cover. A lot to cover. And share us with your friends. Find us on social media. Do the polls with us this week. And we will talk to you next week with our first episode back in real life. Bye. Bye.